The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. And man, 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 oh man, it has been forever since I actually did an episode on this show. As a matter of fact, it's been only 15 days, but I swear to God, it feels like it's been forever because quite frankly, it feels like it's been forever since there's been a Premier League game. I mean... The whole thing is just so messed up, you know, it's really going to affect me, you know, covering the Premier League on this show moving forward, but I understand, you know, times are tough, especially because of the the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, and of course there's the the recent international break, it's just, these conflicts of schedules are just so annoying, but then again, it's just completely out of our control. But I'm not here to talk much about the Premier League. As a matter of fact, I'm not here to talk about the Premier League at all. I'm actually here to talk about the United States men's national team. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And the truth is, the United States men's national team is not. I repeat, they are not ready to compete in Qatar for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Now, some might say I'm being too hard on the team. Some might say I'm overreacting. Or some might say that I'm just flat out hating. Well, if you think I'm hating on the national team, fine. That is your opinion. You know, you can, you can, you can think whatever you want. But I'll tell you this. I ain't going to bullshit you. Whether you agree with me or not, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. And I understand that for some of you, it might upset you. Okay? Look, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna. I'm not giving up on the team. I'm not gonna go out here and say they're gonna lose all three of their games. Although, if they don't get their shit together, that can very, very well happen. And if that were to happen, if the United States were to go 0 and three, and not, and then finish at the bottom of the group, and maybe even finish at the bottom of the freaking tournament of, out of all the competitors, that would be an absolute embarrassment. Considering that the USA is coming off winning the very first Concacaf Nations League title, as well as the recent. CONCACAF Gold Cup title, going from that to absolutely shitting the bed in Qatar in the World Cup, 
Yes, make no mistake about it, that would be an absolute embarrassment. And I sincerely hope it does not happen, but re the recent results in the exhibition games against Japan and against Saudi Arabia, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be honest, those results cannot be ignored. A 2-0 loss to Japan and a scoreless draw against Saudi Arabia. <sighs> Man. <sighs> the results are just so badly overwhelming. So badly overwhelming because the fact that they got shut out twice? Shut out twice? Man, and considering all that talent, I mean, again, we, we just realized that Giovanni Reyna has again suffered an injury and is out for at least 10 days. Well, if it's for 10 days, I'm going to assume it's going to be a minimum of two to three weeks. Oh, for God's sake. You know, and believe it or not, actually, I believe it's going to be in November when the, when the, uh, the official squad going to Qatar will be announced. So... Yeah, it's actually yes. Okay, yeah. I just looked at my. It is gonna be. It's gonna be actually an event on on the 9th of, no, of November. And of course, you know, hopefully by then Reyna will be good to go. But as far as Reyna goes, uh, the question is, can he stay healthy? Because apparently, his ability to stay healthy is pretty much not only a cause for concern, but it's basically unconvincing. Unconvincing because as far as his health goes. The track record is, well, it is not very positive as far as him staying healthy. So, so, but we're, we're going to need all the talent we can get. Like, Pulisic, Weah, Aronson, you know, Ricardo Pepe, Jesus Ferreira. We are going to need the most, and I mean the most, out of this unique young talent. Like, I don't want I don't want to sit here and say that they are not capable of beating Wales. I think the US can beat Wales if they get their act together. They can certainly at least hold England to a draw. I will tell you what, now people are gonna think I'm the biggest and I mean people are gonna think some people are gonna think I'm the biggest idiot in the world, but I do believe the USA can actually pull off the upset and up and beat England if they can get their act together. And why do I believe now that the U.S. can beat England? Well, first of all, I always, I've, I always felt that the USA always had a chance against England. But let me remind you, okay? You know, here I am thinking the USA is not ready for the World Cup. I tell you what, England's not ready for the World Cup. France isn't even ready for the World Cup. France just got their asses kicked by Denmark, okay? And all the injuries on the French national team. That's why I really, I'm, I'm thinking France is going to shit the bed. And before I get back to the U.S., I don't care if you know, France's performance is because of the injuries. Didier Deschamps has to go. And I'll tell you this. The president of the French Football Federation, he needs to go to. The French Football Federation has to clean house. They got to bring in Zinedine Zidane and let him rebuild the team in preparation for the Euro next European Championship. And as far as qualifying goes for the Euros, France is going to be facing a bit of a dilemma. But that is another story for another time. Man, so it's going to be difficult. And you know what? As far as the biggest problem with the West Men's National Team goes, it has to start with the, with the managerial duties of Greg Berhalter. Okay? Even my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams, is not convinced and is by far not impressed with the job that Greg Berhalter has been doing as manager of the U.S. National Team. Okay? A lot of folks have been calling for the guy to be sacked, okay? Some want him to be sacked immediately. Some have been calling for him to be sacked, actually. This has been going on for probably 
minimum of six to eight months, okay? But I'll tell you this. If the USA shits the bed big time in Qatar and goes 0-3 or fails to make it out of the group stage for whatever reason, it will be time to appoint a new manager. As far as I'm concerned, I do not have a name in mind on who would be a suitable replacement. I would sincerely hope that if Greg Berhalter is in fact fired from his position, that the U.S. National Team Football Federation takes their time to appoint the right person for the job. Okay, With all that talent right there at their disposal, disappointing results are not only an absolute embarrassment, but quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, they are flat out unacceptable. Flat out unacceptable. Okay, Because I will tell you this. I'm very hard on the French national team because of how much they mean to me, but the U.S. men's national team means um, as much to me as the French national team. So even if the U.S. shits the bed, I'm going to go on a tear of mass criticism on them like I would do for France. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, I am expecting good results, okay? And I sincerely hope that we get them, but if the team does not get their act together, I tell you this, the USA will be thrown out of the World Cup, they will be humiliated, okay? And it will not ease the pain from going to fail to qualify for the World Cup four years ago in Russia, to qualifying this time only to shit the bed and be tossed out of the tournament in the most humiliating fashion possible. It will not ease any pain, if anything, it's only going to create more pain, all right? The USA has to desperately get their act together, okay? Because these last international results, I mean, those are the pre-World Cup warm-ups, okay? The USA's next game is against Wales. Their next game is in Qatar. There is no other, there is no upcoming exhibition. Their next game is November 21st against Wales. And of course, the, the, the next one will be four days later against England, and they finish it out against Iran, all right? They have to prepare. I mean, right now I have I don't even have the slightest clue on on who's gonna be on the roster, but it, it, it's 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 gonna be tough. But right now, honestly, the fact that the team doesn't have to act together, right now I'm I feel like you know if, if the team is just poor, no matter who's who's there, it's bad. I mean, <laughs> against Japan. No shots on target. I mean, Japan had eight shots on target, for God's sake. Japan, in that exhibition, had eight shots on target, and they only scored twice. It could have been a hell of a lot worse for Team USA, but luckily it wasn't. But the USA had no shots on target whatsoever. That is basically extremely embarrassing. And my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams, he did actually have something to say about it on Twitter. And much like me, he did not sugarcoat his words, okay? Much like me, Steve is passionate, knowledgeable about the game, okay? He strives and he is committed and dedicated to telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, okay? In other words, Steve, Steve is much like me. Steve is not going to bullshit anybody. He is going to say it like it is, okay? And that is why he has been a huge part of this show. He's been with me since even before I started this show. He has been with me throughout the years. He has been a true inspiration to me as a friend and as a mentor. Steve, God bless you. I hope you are recovering well. I cannot wait to have you back on again as soon as possible, all right? And Steve, if you happen to be listening to this, and to everybody who's listening... 
I do plan on doing a pre-World Cup episode. I plan on having my Canadian friend, Mr. David Scappin, back on, and I'd like to have him on along with Steve. So, Steve, if you happen to be listening, let me know as soon as you can. If you're you're down to do the show, I'll let David know. We will schedule it. I will make it happen because I know that the audience wants to hear an episode like that, a pre-World Cup episode with not one but two but three passionate, knowledgeable, and unique soccer fans. Thank you. But anyway, back to this. <laughs> Once both teams had one chance, big chances missed. <laughs> you know, and that's surprising considering that the USA did not again have a shot on target. So that's actually surprising. Now looking at the the defense. Look at that: twenty five interceptions by the Japanese defense. But 13 clearances by the American defense was as good. A total of six saves. Six saves by the American goalie. Okay, so that's a bit of posterity right there. So at least we, the, the goalie was able to make some saves and throw some clearances. But, but the lack of the inability to score, that is frustrating and that's unacceptable. Okay. And the Japanese goalkeeper did not even have a save. <laughs> so now I want to take a look at the lineup. I want to see who was on the, who was on the field uh, for the Americans. Oh, Weston McKinney was in. You know, he came out. Uh, Reyna, Ferreira, and Aronson were all in. Oh, it's a shame. Uh, I don't even see Paul Six's name. That is weird. Huh. Well, was I, I could have sworn Christian Pulisic was was called up recently? And maybe I get. He's not even. On, he's not even on the injured list. So. Ugh. I mean. I, Ugh, okay, I mean, right now I'm just, like, confusing the hell out of myself because, you know, I'm just, like, man. But, man, but still, even though Pulisic was was not there, okay, I mean, look at Zimmerman, Dest, McKinney, Adams, De La Torre, Reyna, Ferreira, Aronson, look at all that talent, and we couldn't even get a, couldn't even get a shot on goal, I mean, this, this is bad. This is absolutely bad. And I want to get to the game against Saudi Arabia. Oh, boy. I mean, two shots on target for both teams, and neither of them were able to capitalize. So I guess this time, a bit of the improvement is that the USA managed to get a shot, two shots on target. The problem is they could not capitalize. Okay? They could not capitalize. And the USA had one big chance missed. And then Saudi Arabia had none. Look at that. 21 clearances by the Saudi defense and 12 by the American defense and 17 receptions for the Ameri- for the Americans. So you're seeing a bit of a respectable like run. You know, you're seeing some some things go right, but overall, you know, when very few things go right and then more things go wrong. I mean, overall, is it fair to say that things went you know very good? Because clearly, it's not the case. It absolutely is not the case. Okay, so. And, I mean, I'll be honest, it's not like I expected the USA to, like, win huge or, like, you know, to win, you know, on a blowout. But I expected some very good and convincing results because good and convincing results would have actually convinced me that the USA is ready to compete in Qatar. But, unfortunately, right now, it's clearly not the case. It is clearly not the case. Oh, Paul, okay. So, Polisic actually started this game, okay. I, I guess he just wasn't... I mean, I, I don't know what the deal was for, for the game against Japan. I mean, I, I really don't, but 
seeing uh, Giovanni Reyna, Ricardo Pepe, you know, in front center, along with Christian Pulisic on the side too. I mean, you got Acosta, Adams, and McKinney in the midfield, a four-defender set. I mean, this team, I mean, look at this. This this lineup right here for the American looks absolutely loaded. Absolutely loaded. Like a team that can really put, beat Wales. A team that can certainly upset England. But we, they couldn't. But they, they had, had to sell for a draw against Saudi Arabia. I mean, that's just, that's just sad, man. And we need all the players to be healthy. Like we, the the USA needs, needs it because you know I've been saying like ever since they failed to qualify for, for the World Cup, the whole building rebuilding process has been a building process for the World Cup four years from now, that which is going to be hosted in the USA, Canada, and Mexico. Because I've said this before, and I'll say it again, that four years from now, the U.S. men's national team could arguably, and I do mean that term loosely, they could argue, arguably have the most talented and disciplined American squad it has ever had. Okay? I still believe that can happen, but if this, if this can only happen if the team can stay healthy for one, Actually, put up good results in domestic play, whether it's in Europe or the or the MLS or wherever they're playing. If they could be disciplined like that, have a winning mentality, and actually have good teamwork and actually play well, four years from now, the USA can have the greatest team it has ever had, and maybe you can actually have a, a, a best run it's ever had. Okay, but we have to wait four years from now because right now I don't think the team is ready for the World Cup. You know, it's, I mean they're not even ready for the, much less for the World Cup this time. Like I, like I've been saying from the beginning, they're not ready to go to Qatar. So the fact that there's actually less than 70 days to go, they got to get their shit together. They got to right all the wrongs, fix whatever needs to be fixed. They need to be on top of their game. The team has potential. It will be an absolutely catastrophic embarrassment if it of all that momentum and all that talent, that potential was all for naught. So as I wrap this up, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's the truth. The U.S. men's national team is not ready for Qatar. It can, and I can only pray, and I do mean I can only pray that they get that act together and they can actually change my mind in Qatar. They can actually prove the doubters wrong. They can actually hopefully shock the world because if they do, that's something huge that I can talk about on this show. And quite frankly, I'd rather talk more positive stuff about the U.S. men's national team rather than negative. Ladies and gentlemen, before I let you go, I'd like to remind you that Into the Net FC is proudly brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, MLB, NHL, and so much more, including Major League Soccer as well as European Soccer. So if you are looking to shop at Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can start buying your merch and save money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans, WWEShop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you are looking to get your pro wrestling merch at Fanatics, just find the link in the description. You can get your pro wrestling merch and again, take advantage of the best deals in the world. And finally, Into the Net FC is proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now and get a free trial. So if you're looking to sign up, just find the link in the description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes, and you can start binge-watching your favorite shows immediately. And finally, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. 
Thank you all very, very much for listening, joining me today. And I will see you all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.